0: We're here with another talk, another heart-to-heart conversation. I'm Nicolette We Thank you for sticking it out with us and being here another time to share. Remember to like and to subscribe to this channel and leave a comment. Let us know if these sessions have been a blessing to you and if they are, remember as always to share with a friend or two or three or four, always share this if it's a blessing to you. There may be someone on your heart from any of the sessions that you think, whoa, this is similar to what we talked about. And you may want to share that episode with your friend, family, relative, whoever. So today, as you can see, the description we're talking about hmm, Moses dead I guess Moses is dead moving forward inside of what God is doing right now right now. now there are times when we talk about what God is doing or the power of God A lot of times we talk of the power of God as though it's history. So we treat the Bible like it's a history book and we just, uh, you know, pick out a few stories that we like and we talk about God in the past tense or we talk about some things that God did in the past. So we would look at Israel, which is The nation that God chose to declare to the world, that's the nation he used as a type and a shadow of what he intends for his kingdom and of what he intends for the church. Israel is a called out nation. He called that nation. As a matter of fact, he created that whole nation because they weren't a people. (laughs) They were not a people, but he called one man we know him as Abraham and he promised Abraham a seed. Out of Abraham, there, there came a nation. You know, he had how so many sons and well, he had one son and they had another son. And then Jacob had 12 sons. That's the, the, the 12 sons that created what we know as Israel it was birthed through those twelve, but it's through the one man Abraham that we that Israel called the Father of their nation. But the point is God called that nation out of the world, He gave them laws and statutes, things that they were to follow, and uh, these were this was this was God's government this is how he intended to govern them and it was very different from how the other nations around them lived and it's similar to what God has done now but that was just a shadow of what God intends for his kingdom he has called the people that he calls his church he says you are my righteousness he has called us out of the world and he has given us his word, his commandment. And he says, no, live according to this, live according to this. But sometimes when we look at the scriptures, we just see it as, we don't see it as reality. We don't see how it applies to us right now or how it benefits us right now. And so we just treat it as good stories and you know, just a good history book. But we don't realize that we are in the book. The book is writing of our lives. We are existing right now, but the Bible is telling us about our life in God. And there is just so much that we could talk about just right there about Israel and the church. And, you know, there's just so much that we could get into but when we when we really just understand God's purpose in in doing what he does it's it's amazing, but today I want us to to kind of look at our lives and discern what the Christ in us, what God in us is doing now, and not look back at when we were in high school or when we were in college or when we just got saved or how God used to use us in the past. I used to pray and fast and God used me to heal somebody and I prayed for someone and they got saved. But what is he doing right now though? Yes, you did those in the past. Is it that God has stopped using you? Is it that he no longer trusts you? What is it that God is doing in and through you today right now i look at the life of joshua joshua was the servant of moses he was the leader of israel at one point he was a prophet but before he became the leader of israel he was Moses' servant, and so he saw how God used Moses. No oh, man, that must have been exciting for Joshua to witness and see the great wonders that God did through Moses from Pharaoh straight into the wilderness just great wonders. But now, here is Joshua, Moses is dead. And Joshua is the leader of this great nation. And he has, uh, you know, big shoes to fill (laughs) because, listen, I mean, we're talking about the great Moses. Israel praised Moses just for who he was. And so here is little Joshua now talking about he's gonna lead the people God says to him arise get up and go for Jordan go into this land that I have for you and God I mean God must have known that it's gonna be tough for Joshua so he starts out by giving him an encouragement, kind of what we do here at Roadblock, just to be encouraged. <laughs> we all need encouragement at some point, and so God was faithful to encourage this little prophet and to say, Joshua, be strong and very courageous, you know. Just as I was with Moses, I will be with you only. Just obey me. Keep my commandments and my statutes. If you do that, you will be fine. Wherever your feet trod, that's yours, you know. So God, it's similar to how God even called Jeremiah. You know, he encourages us because I'm I'm assuming that God would have seen that. My, my, Joshua must be saying, what am I doing? Um... Leading these people, you must be mad. You must be crazy. Me, me, do you know Moses? And I'm supposed to follow after Moses. So God probably saw the fears, the anxiety in Joshua's heart and so he comes with an encouragement as i say just as with jeremiah he said you know jeremiah from you were in the womb i knew you were called you you know so he just wooed him god knows how to, to call us and to assure us that we will be fine you will be fine just do what i tell you to do and you will be fine and so that's what god did to joshua and the following days proved that god was with joshua just as moses parted the red sea joshua part jordan you know and god just led him in certain instructions and there's a scripture joshua 4 joshua 4 verse 14 it says on that day which is the day when the, the river jordan was parted on that day the lord magnified joshua in the sight of all israel god did it god magnified joshua And they feared him as they feared Moses all the days of his life. So remember, those people feared Moses. You remember when they wanted, when you had a group decided that they were going to come against Moses and what? The ground opened up and they went down into the earth. They died right there. So, you know, they feared Moses. They they probably thought, you know, if we come up against Moses, the ground is going to open up and swallow us. <laughs> and so there was great fear fear they reverenced Moses they respected him because they saw God working with him but now the scripture is letting us know that on this day when they saw how God worked through Joshua they feared Joshua they reverenced him in the same way they submitted to his authority in the same way that they submitted to Moses's authority because they realized that hey We're not dealing with just a man right here, but God is with him. God is with him. And so we fear God. We saw how God dealt with those who were rebellious. They died by the sword or they went down alive into the earth. So we honored Moses. We're going to honor Joshua too, because God is with him. So Joshua and the people, they were living in the present reality they were living inside of what god was doing now through through joshua the wonders that god was doing through joshua and they didn't have to just look back and say i remember the days of moses i remember it." no but they had a present image of god with them in the earth and same with the if we should fast forward to the disciples they had an experience with Christ, but then Christ had to go. Christ left the earth and he's coming back. But for now, he's, you know, he's, yeah. But the disciples, they now had their opportunity where they couldn't just say, well, I remember when, do you remember when Jesus was here. I remember when Jesus fed the five. You know, they didn't have a social club where they were talking about what Jesus did when he was in the earth. And man, those, those, that, the five loaves and two fish. We fed 1,000, 5,000 people. Man, remember when Jesus healed that blind man? Oh, you remember when Jesus told us to, to go and, and 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 minister and, you know, shade the dust off of our feet? And, oh, oh, gee, remember, remember Jesus? <laughs> no. That's not it. That's not where they were. They were not reminiscing on the powers of God and the greatness of God. Oh, remember it all coming up? No. But they were walking in the reality of Jesus. They were walking in the presence, the present presence. They were walking in God. They didn't have to reminisce on what God did in the three and a half years that He was with them. No but they were experiencing Jesus in real time. They were experiencing him in real time. They were healing in real time, not reminiscing on the past healings. Amen. And so, When we look at our lives, it is not to our good. It's not any excitement. Let us not be fascinated by just what God did through our vessels back in the day. But let us get excited about what God is doing through our vessels right now. And if he's not doing anything through your vessel, that should scare you. You should become sore, afraid, and just stop and say, God, where am I with you? Where am I in you? If you don't delight in using me, if you don't trust me anymore, then, Father, something needs to happen. This is not good. What is your reality in God right now? And it doesn't have to be anything that you're thinking, oh, so I need to do something big and major and... Mm -mm." Is God using you in evangelism? Is God using you inside of intercession? Is He using you to be an encouragement to somebody? You know, it, it doesn't have to be these things that we label as ministry, and it has to be this, 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 you know, large scale, whatever. But how is it that he is leading you inside of your spirit? What is that unction in you? What what is that passion that he has placed in you that he's saying, this is my calling. This is what I have called you to do. And I want you to submit to it. I want you to submit to it. And you will feel peace. There will be no uneasiness. You will know that you know that you are anchored in me and that I am using you. There is no joys in just reminiscing on Jesus. Jesus is alive. When we talk about him as just a history man... It's almost as though he he doesn't exist anymore, but he's alive right now. He's speaking to you right now. I remember I one of our I'm a, I'm a member of Bible Teachers International and Mary Banks Ministries, and one of our prophetess who is in heaven right now, she would always say to us to the psalmists the praise and worship ministers she would say to us don't sing about god sing to sing to him our father wants us to sing to him not about him <laughs> you know and it was really just encouraging us to bask inside of fellowship if you know don't us talk about god but talk to god Don't just sing about God, but sing to God. You're talking to him. Jesus is talking to the father. We are talking to the father. We're not speaking as though he's not in the room or as though he's not here. And it's the same way that we live our lives. We're not living our lives as though, you know, read the Bible, says X, Y, Z. Let me try my best to live good and to but not realizing that god is the one living it's not me trying to let me not let me hold my tongue right here let me not say anything right here let me not be offended right here let me read my bible right here let me pray now i'm going to my bed so let me spend some time praying no it's a flow it's a flow. It's a life. It's alive. It is God living. It is a reality. It's a present experience. It is joy. There is no joy in just... Because you. you, you when we view or walk with God like that, when we, we view faith like that, It becomes like an obligation or just an activity, but it's not something that's flowing from our hearts. It's not, you know, natural. It's not natural to us. It's not our nature. It's just us trying to, you know, do this and do that and do that and do that, but it's not our nature to do it. That doesn't glorify God, and that is not pleasure. We won't have pleasure inside of that. But when we allow the Lord to do it, when we allow the Lord to live his life in and through us. We will experience just the greatness of our God. We will experience his power right now. And we will know that his power is not past. It's not history. It is present. So all that you did in the past, it's awesome. Still celebrate it, testify of it. But don't rely on that to justify where you are in God right now. Because if he's not using you right now, that's problematic. That's an issue. That's something that you need to say. Get into your prayer closet and say, Lord, w- w- what's going on with us? <laughs> you know, we we something is not right here. What, what is it that's in me? You know, stop to address that. Don't don't ignore it. Don't say, you know, it's just right. No, stop and address it. Address where you are inside of your heart where where, what impurities need to be squeezed out what in you needs to be purged because it's not anything with god he delights in using us and so if he's not using us or if he has no pleasure in using us it's not on his part It's some iniquity, some darkness in us that we need to get rid of, that we need to let go. We need to purge ourselves. We need to not become entangled because it's the entanglement that God says, I can't use you when you're entangled and full of iniquity and you're dark and carnal. And, you know, God is not going to use us like that. And we want him to use us not because we're just there, but we want him to use us because our father is 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 delighted in us and he sees himself in us. He sees holiness and he, he that's hit he, to his joy and to his glory. That's to his glory that he purged us and he's still looking at purity. We have not messed up ourselves. And and so he he says, Yes, I'm excited to use her because she's holy as I am holy and she has stayed holy. He has stayed holy in the way that I made him. And when Jesus returns, we want to be in that state. We want to be in that state because it's only that state that is going to heaven, the state of holiness. Amen. And so look at your life. How is it that God is using me right now? That is what matters. And listen, if he's using you to be somebody else's stumbling block, you need to be very afraid of that too. You want him to use you to expand his kingdom and to glorify him. You want him to use you because he delights in you. And you want that examine too. How do you feel when God, you know, speaks of you and when he wants to use you? Is that pleasure for you or are you fascinated by what you see in the world and you would rather be used by the world than being used by God? Amen? So let us move forward inside of the calling of God. Move forward inside of the purpose of God. Moses is dead. He was great. But the one who is alive, Jesus Christ, is right here in you. And he has some things that he wants to do. So if he is in you, what is he doing right now? Let him do it. Let him do it. I hope that you were blessed today. Remember to like and subscribe. Thank you so much for being with me inside of the Roadblock podcast, this heart-to-heart conversation. Remember to share with a friend. Share with a friend. Let somebody know. If you have been encouraged, I pray that you will be led to encourage somebody else. I'm Nicolette Swaby. Until next time, bye for now.